Hello everyone, this is Irliana Samsara back again with another episode of Star Sound Speaks. So um, it's my one year anniversary. Yay! I started last year, end of October 2018. I can't believe it's been a year. This is my 30th episode, so thank you all for um, hanging in there with me, and I really appreciate all your feedback uh, and love. It's always great to hear from everybody. I know that we've got, um, gosh, we've got listeners in um, phew, amazing countries. I, I, you know, when, when, when was I ever going to get on the horn with uh, Japan, Australia, India, Macedonia, Mexico, the United Kingdom, I, all over. There was even Lithuania. Hello, Lithuania. How are you? So it's, it, I just love it. It's really awesome. So um, today we're going to talk about... Two things. One is, I am finally getting to do the new moon. I know it's a few days after, but I want to talk about the new moon lunation. And um, it's got a real, you know, obviously Pluto is the ruler of this time of the year because the sun is in Scorpio, the new moon in Scorpio. And we have the uh, sun and moon in Scorpio. And we're also going to talk a little bit about the Mercury retrograde, which starts on Halloween, which is tomorrow. Oop, oop. Oh my goodness, how fun is that, right? So, uh, first things first. So, what I'd like to say about the, the, um, this particular lunation, which means the, the month, loon, moon, the month that goes from late October to late November, uh, sun and moon in, um, in Scorpio, and it is opposing, the big news about this, this particular month is it's opposing Uranus, which is the planet of shock and sudden change and things kind of getting thrown out of whack, but um, also the planet of genius and liberation. They call Uranus the great disruptor, and it's for a reason. It disrupts so it can actually liberate us. It also rules enlightenment. So Uranus in the sign of Taurus, which is where it's, it's going to be for the next seven or so years, slow transit, it's reva- revamping our relationship to Mother Earth, right? Because Taurus is Earth, and you see this in Greater Thunberg and all the, the worldwide climate protests and climate crisis. You know, Uranus is about crisis, so crisis with the Earth and the environment, calling this to people's consciousness and um, moving into more Earth-friendly, Earth-conscious solutions for our planet. That's certainly everything that's going on with with that um, transit. But this month, it happens to be directly opposite the sun and the moon in Scorpio. So that's bringing up certainly a lot of, um, a lot of things. There can be sudden um, jolting change. It can be erratic behavior. We could be seeing um, spontaneous change too, and very liberating and, and genius, right? Uranus rules science and ingenuity and ingenious inventions. So we could see a lot of uh, cool, really cool things that regenerate the earth and regenerate ourselves. Why regenerate? Because Scorpio, the sun and the moon in Scorpio, uh, in the sign of Scorpio, um, that, that is a Plut- ruled by Pluto. So that's all about letting some things go and letting in new things, letting go of old toxicities and poisons and things that no longer serve us and allowing the new to be regenerated. 
you know, kind of like the lotus blossoming from the mud. So secrets may be revealed, maybe sudden shocking things could be revealed. And then out of that, we get liberation and we get the opportunity to regenerate ourselves. We've been seeing this obviously in the news and um, you know, Trump and the whole, you know, political boondoggle. You don't even want to get into that, right? <laughs> I don't want, I want to use my podcast for something else. But yes, we see, we always see these things in the headlines. So this very highly charged energy. So we want to make sure we're not being impatient with others and we're not um, trying to curb our impulsiveness or rebelliousness. We want to use Uranus energy in the high math, which would be um, the high math would be, you know, community centered and um, assisting others and instead of being the lone wolf. So, um, you know, being tribe conscious, being community conscious and um, for a better community, for the world community. So that that's our higher aspect there. So, um, and also just be careful, too, not to get into accidents, because, you know, a a Uranus opposition could could bring, you know, accidents or odd behavior or taking risks that maybe aren't good to take. So we want to, you know, watch our risks and really think twice about these things. Um, so anyway, and, and I, I could say too, in a, in a kind of funny sort of way, with Uran, with the, um, it could also indicate someone who comes into your life. It might be some, um, you know, with Scorpio and Mercury going retrograde tomorrow in Scorpio, we could see old lovers come back from, from times, um, from past, from the past to, and you might be able to um, complete their, that relationship, or maybe there were secrets about that relationship or relationships that you didn't know, and or, you know, some power manipulative traits and behaviors that, you know, it's causing you to look at within yourself. Maybe they're reflecting them back to you. Um, but it's certainly a, a very rich time to, to dig into the shadow and get all that. So I've got my noisy MacBook Pro here. Um, sorry about that. <laughs> um, so anyway, so yeah, so there's that. And uh, so anyway, so that's the, that's the basically what I wanted to talk about the, with the new moon. Uh, we also have Mars in um, Mars and Libra making a, it's called an inconjunct. And that's at a kind of a funny angle. It's a, it's a challenging angle to Neptune, Neptune and Pisces. So we are really dealing with our power in around ourselves as the empowered uh, divine feminine and healing these deep, deep issues of worthiness, self-worth, where we have been abused and used. And, you know, certainly we've seen that in the Me Too movement. So that's also very prominent this month. This is causing us to When we dig and look at that shadow, we need to make adjustments, and sometimes that can be a little jarring, and it requires some compromise of our comfort zone. But hey, you know, it's that's just how it is. (laughs) So it's not that it can't happen; it's just that we have to sometimes go in there with a little bit more muscle and to make these changes. Uh, So anyway, so yeah, Mercury retrograde. Let's move on and, and have a little fun here couple of things I want to say about Mercury retrograde. Um, Mercury is the sign of communication, writing, messages, thoughts, the chatty mind. You know, when you think of Mercury, he was the god, the messenger god with these, the little winged hat and the little winged sandals, and he'd run around and deliver messages, and he's that naked man on the FTD logo. And uh, so, um, 
you know, that's the FTD florist trans something delivery. That's what it stands for, I think. Anyway, yeah, he is, he's also the, um, the Mercury, the staff of Mercury is the symbol of the American Medical Association. Look at that. It's that staff with wings on the top, Mercury's wings, and it has two snakes coiled around each other going up the top. So very interesting that we have this rich mythological, um, you know, archetype attached to our medical system. How interesting is that? So Mercury, the green matrix healer, the green is the color of um, alchemy and it's associated with Mercury and healing. So that's why, you know, in um, Europe and in, in Latin America, you see pharmacies with a green cross or a green matrix and where it says pharmacia or pharmacy. So, um, yeah, it's all very rich and deep, these connections with our culture. So anyway, Mercury retrograde happens about three times a year, sometimes four. This year it was only three. And it could be, of course, we get upset because mechanical things break down and we have appointments that are missed or communications that are misunderstood. And we sometimes relationships that haven't been working typically come to an end or very, very often come to an end in Mercury retrograde. And either they end end or they just need to be reworked. So the magic prefix for Mercury retrograde is re. So redo, review, revise, reflect, renew, right? Anything having to do with re is, is, the, is the appropriate action for any retrograde. So with Mercury, we are renewing, revising, reflecting on our thoughts, our attitudes, our stories that we tell ourselves. So it's all of those things and, and of course much more, but you're getting a sense of these things that, you know, m many people know about Mercury retrograde and some of you might just be new to all this and what does it mean? So in a Mercury retrograde, things get misunderstood. The fact that it's in Scorpio, Scorpio is ruled by Pluto. So that's the underworld. He was the god of the underworld. So we're looking at some deep, dark secrets, maybe things of a, um, psychic energy, um, maybe manipulation, maybe on a dark side, you know, our shadow or energy vampire, uh, thoughts and, and connections that we might have that are draining us emotionally and energetically, psychologically. Um, it can be passive-aggressive or manipulative behaviors. So we want to look at, at all of that. And if it's being reflected back to us with other people, it's obviously a part of us that needs to heal. So um, all very fascinating. And this, from October 31st through November 20th, we, are, we have the opportunity to look at ourselves and notice when things, these things come up and to... Uh, become conscious, right? To make the unconscious conscious. Saturn, uh, Pluto is all about the deeply subconscious, buried aspects of ourselves that need to be, you know, the light of transformation is to be shown uh, on them. So um, when they stay deep and buried, then we're not in our power, we're run by them. So this will give us an opportunity to re-examine our thoughts and purify and renew. And where can we renew? Where can we regenerate ourselves in terms of the stories that we tell about ourselves? What needs to change?
and the people coming from our life who used to be in our life that show up out of nowhere. It's very, it's a very interesting kind of uh, magic that happens. You know, Mercury was is a magician, an alchemist. So it's very, it's Mercury magic when somebody just shows up in your past and. You, there's some lesson there, perhaps, or some insight that um, that you can gain. So that's uh, that's kind of what happens. You know, it's not an easy time. You you know, you would not want to have your car repaired or have surgery during Mercury retrograde. It's certainly not the ideal. Of course, if your car breaks down or you got an accident or something, obviously you're not going to put that off. But um, you you'd want to schedule any kind of elective surgery or car repair or equipment fix for when it goes direct. So that would be any time after November 20th. And there's a shadow period, and then it fully is out of the retrograde phase on the shoulder period on December 7th. But basically, you wait a couple of days after Mercury retrograde, after the dust settles, and you're good. So um, Mercury retrograde right now is... Um, yeah, so that's that's the richness and that's the kind of things that we can expect. So it's a good idea to back up your hard drive and, you know, do all those things and, um, you know, give more time for appointments because things get delayed or, you know, appointments are missed and misunderstandings and all that stuff. But like I said, just let your sense of humor, because Mercury is the trickster, so we kind of let our sense of humor um, you know, let it in. I, I I have to tell you, I used to get so crazy about Mercury retrograde. I would like freak out and get like anxiety ridden. And <clears throat> I mean, just like the worst. This is going back, you know, many, many years. Over time, as I got older and wiser, I'm like, okay, I don't have to react. It's okay. Um, the more certain and peaceful and at peace I was in myself, the less those external things bothered me. So when a Mercury retrograde comes, I kind of, you know, I just flow with it. And I know it sounds easy to do, but trust me, it took me a lot of work to get to this place. But you can too if you are finding yourself beaten up by it. We can all use this great sense of humor with it. Um, and I love telling stories about it. So send me your stories if you have anything funny to share. Uh, starsoundastrology.com. You can just uh, send me an email through the website. Irliana at starsoundastrology.com. Um, I know last time my friend Holly and I, we were in Washington, D.C., and we had all these funny stuff happen with bicycles. We were trying to rent those bicycles on the sidewalk where you, you, know, you run your debit card through and then it unlocks the bicycle, and it was really funny because Mercury rules bicycles, right? Transport. Well, this time I can start us off with a funny story I just happened to see yesterday, and I tweeted about it, and it's all about Mercury retrograde. I mean, this is classic, Mercury retrograde, live coverage of Mercury retrograde in Scorpio. Here's the, it was a story from the UK. Woman bumps into boyfriend she thought had died. Of course, like I said, Scorpio rules the underworld and the, the life and death, and so... There it is. Woman bumps into, right? Remember I said people from your past come back. Well, in this case, what? He came back from the dead? What happened? Well, she got the fright of her life because she dated some guy many years ago, lent him money. They broke up months later. Um, he paid some of it back, but then he also got into financial trouble with other people and 
everything got kind of got strange and one day she gets a call to say that the guy had died and um you know so of course she believed it it's like oh my god you know who would who would make that up um and then um one day she went back to her hometown and visited a a family restaurant where she knew his brother worked well she asked the brother she asked if the brother was around and a woman at the front of the restaurant said oh no but the boyfriend was and she's like thinking you know the guy she used to date oh my god what is she talking about well when um she asked to see him and the word gets to the back of the restaurant and when they found out she was there the manager says you have to leave so she leaves in shock she gets a text from his mother saying that he had lost his job because of her actions of coming in the restaurant i mean crazy right uh so anyway uh, i just thought that was pretty pretty funny typical mercury retrograde right just something crazy and out of the blue just shows up and i don't know if she ever got her money back but uh anyway yeah there you go that's that's one bizarre story uh so anyway yeah send me send me some cool ones and um we'll we'll announce them over the air so um now on to um yeah i want to share about mercury retrograde in a sacred manner Now, most of us always see our, our funny jokes and our t-shirts and, you know, keep calm, it's mercury retrograde and all that good stuff. And of course, I love a good mercury retrograde joke and I love to be funny about it. But I also want to say there's a place we can go that's really very sacred. Why do I say that? Because if you look at and I did cover this last year, about a year ago, and you can scroll back down uh, to to read about it. I think it was last November. But Mercury's in Scorpio this time. So the energies of Scorpio are going to be applying for this particular transit for the next 3 weeks. So Mercury is like we said the archetype of communication. On the higher level, Mercury rules telepathy. Makes sense, right? So higher communication the 3D world would be writing and blogging and speaking and education elementary education all that stuff the higher octave because there's always a higher and a lower expression the higher would be telepathy right interdimensional communication uh you think about you always go to the the myths and the archetypes of the planets and that's that gives us our clues so in the case of mercury mercury would as the messenger god he puts on his little cap with those little wings and he puts on his little sandals with his little and he's a naked man so he can you know you can you can travel faster when you don't have clothes you know weighing you down i suppose but anyway so he goes up to what did he do he goes to mount olympus and he gets all the downloads from zeus and all those big dudes up there and he takes those messages shapeshifts down into earth gets his human body right and he delivers the messages to the masses so there's higher communication so this is a and especially in scorpio it's like oh my goodness dude this is a great time to really go deep with our own shadow but also with you know speaking like maybe communing with maybe relatives or loved ones that may have passed you could you could certainly tune in on in whatever way in a dream state journaling meditation you know whatever whatever way suits you uh so yeah i thought that was um, so that's one way to use it and and a very high minded way to you know move in a, in a sacred fashion um in india there's a 
um, a guru named Guru Siddhanath uh, Yoganath, and no, yeah, uh, Yoganath Siddhanath. Oh goodness, I got it wrong. Oh, it's Mercury retrograde, right? You get names mixed up. Of course, here it is. See what I mean? <laughs> anyway, Guru Nath Siddhanath, very nice man, a kindly. Uh, he's a man, a, a, a yoga master, and he's in the north of India. He has an ashram. He took, literally took real mercury, you know, the stuff that's in the thermometer that you're not supposed to play with, right? Because it's poison, right? He took it, and over months and months of working it with his energies, his highly developed yogic ability, also known as do not do this at home, kids, um, and he um, moved, then worked with the mercury and refined it with his energies. He's highly trained yogi, um, lifetime of training from other masters, and he refined it with alchemy and meditation and prayer and intention and all of his advanced Siddhas skills. He made it into refined mercury. So it's no longer toxic. So there's symbology there. Mercury thoughts in their own unre- in their unrefined state are you could say toxic. I'm not saying they're bad. I'm just giving you a little sense of you know comparison here. When you refine your thoughts, right? they become healing. So mercury becomes a healing metal when it's refined. So he made this, it's called a shivaling, which is, it looks like this giant, you know, mound of mercury. It's silver and you can go online and you can see the pictures of it on YouTube and on on his website. And this is a, you could say it's a shrine. It's like a big shrine of mercury energy. And that is to quell the busy chatty mind for the planet. So it's like this giant antenna that he fashioned. And it's assisting people in calming their minds and, ele- and assisting them and encouraging them to move into higher mind. So that's the gift of mercury and um, refining our thoughts. So we could use this mercury retrograde to refine our thoughts, to discover things that we were, Scorpio, unconscious about. Like, wow, my thoughts, you know, I wasn't aware that I had some automatic thoughts, perhaps, that were negative or manipulative. You know, situations can present themselves over the next few weeks, and they probably already have started. Um, to to show us these things, to light the way. So we can use this in a very sacred manner. We can, we have a choice, as, as every, always in transformation. We can either stay in an unrefined state or we could consciously, you know, use the light of our awareness and refine our thoughts and thought processes. So that's my, um, yeah, so all this whining, oh, Mercury retrograde, how many days until it's over? It's like, see, people are surviving Mercury retrograde. Well, Mercury retrograde in Scorpio could be saying, stop surviving, right? That's like a low energy of Pluto Scorpio, all the survival and, you know, fearfulness. It's like, get over it. Why don't you just really delve in and allow it, embrace it? 
It's okay. It's not going to bite. Ah, whining, whining, whining. Stop your whining. There's another way. Have fun with it and treat it in a sacred manner. Try those on for the next three weeks. Let me know how you do. I want to hear from you. And I think that's all for now. Oh, by the way, on Saturday, I am doing an outrageous workshop by a man named Roberto Suarez. He's Cuban-American. He travels and does these transformational workshops with breathwork. I have done this work many years ago with other practitioners and, and, and um, uh, really phenomenal people, and I am looking forward to this because it's been many years for me. But I will say, any kind of breathwork that you can do especially as we approach the Saturn-Pluto freight train, as I'm calling it, (laughs) as we approach the end of the year, and as all these energies are rising, as we can see in all the crazy chaotic news headlines, the more we can go in and use, focus our minds, be disciplined, use our breath, breath work, this will assist us so incredibly next year. Certainly now. So, as they say... When you are in control of your breath, you're in control of your life. Shallow breath, shallow life. Well, Roberto takes you into a space, a very engaged, conscious space of breathing. And he does these certain dynamic breath practices. And let me tell you, they are very revealing. You go on this incredible journey and you discover things about yourself and you allow outrageous levels of healing to come forth on levels that we normally don't live on our day-to-day life. You know, so much of our life we sleepwalk through. Got to get to the school, got to get to the grocery store, you know, it's all very surface. So um, his, ad- his email address is roberto at L-E-L, L happy coach, L meaning like the in Spanish, lhappycoach.com, Roberto Suarez, great guy, such a bhakti, that's a Sanskrit word, it means devotion, the yoga of devotion is bhakti, and I think he is a wonderful bhakti yogi, so I'm really looking forward to that, and if you want him to come to your town or city, just shoot him an email, you know, he, he, he's brought this work to Cuba in the fall of communism, he, he's bringing transformation to all the peoples there, so it's really exciting to see all this work blossoming on the planet. So anyway, that's all for now, and uh, I'll definitely let you know how that goes. That, that's uh, Saturday. Yay! And uh, in the meantime, you know, anything that we can do, anything kind of subjects you want to see covered, please do email us. We love hearing from you. And thank you so much for the first year. Uh, that is, can't believe it's been a year already. My 30th episode. Oh, goodness. <laughs> Uh, give us a holler anytime, starsoundastrology.com. This is Ear Liana Samsara, signing off for now. All right, bye.